The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Ready to be fully aroused by sex with Jaya. Are you? Wow. Tall order, and I'm ready to stand up for it. All right. We're buzzing a little bit, so bear with us today on today's show. We've got a little technical difficulty. It's given us a buzz. It, you know, it's just my vibrator in the background. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Victoria? I'm great. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Mm, I love that you're always so ready. <laughs> Maybe I'm always aroused. <laughs> <laughs> it never hurts to have a little arousal going on. Maybe that's Victoria's uh, uh, vibrator. Maybe it is. Victoria, is that your vibrator in the background? Well, I am working. <laughs> <laughs> so Victoria is from Eden's Fantasies, Eden's Fantas- EdenFantasies.com, and they're offering a 25% discount to my listeners today, and all you have to do is type in the word arouse at checkout. Mm. So EdenFantasies.com, 25% discount. So what do you have for us today, Victoria? We're talking about the clitoris and female arousal, and it's also kink month. So I, I, you know, I had to have Victoria step up to the challenge of finding all the kinky things about the clitoris that she could. Well, as far as products, um, most people know if they've been playing with sex toys, so there are lots of toys made specifically to stimulate the clitoris. So... Give your traditional vibrators, your pocket rockets and bullets and things like that, um, and rabbits, which have a nice clitoral stimulation attachment. But as far as kink, uh, I thought about it all week, and, you know, there are some things I've used and plenty of things we sell. And uh, the first thing I thought of was, you know, dressing up, things like clit jewelry and clit clamps. I which did buy some jewelry kind of scary. Once, but I haven't wore it yet. Right. For some people, they're like, does that mean I need to get pierced? Or, like, is that going to hurt? No, because no, the clip like a is so sensitive. Um, but actually, these are adjustable clips, and some of them actually just fit between the labia minora and labia majora, depending on if it's labia jewelry or if it's actually something that's supposed to clip onto the actual clit itself. Yeah, I and have one that clips on right onto my clit itself, and it has, like, little dangly jewelry, and it had a little weight to it, which was nice because it's get, like, getting a little stimulation. Some of them even have bells on them. Isn't that cute? Awesome. But you can get them plain as well. They they make them in all different styles from beads and jewels to bells. So those are really neat. And and it's a nice way to play and kind of a surprise for your partner, too, you know, if you're wearing that under your clothing. Um, And then next, I was thinking along the lines of things like stimulation, but not your typical vibrators, things that use electrical stimulation like the Tantra Beam, which you wear on your wrist, the unit goes on your wrist, and the stimulator goes on your finger, and it turns your finger into a vibrator. Then there's also um, electrical current play, like the uh, the Nexus iStim kit, which is really cool. So you have things like that that are not traditional and a little more kinky, a little more intense electrical play. Um, you can even go as far as to use things like the violet wand. But, of course, you know, start out on a low setting because... The clit is very, very sensitive, so you might want to be careful when using that kind of electrical play. So wait a minute, what's the violet wand? I've never heard of this. <clears throat> That's actually a glass wand that conducts electricity, um, but there's, there's so many different types of stimulation that you can try um, in that area that is uh, not your traditional vibe. The, the violet wand um, conducts electricity, and it's called a violet wand because it lights up a violet color, um, 
we actually don't currently carry it, but I mention it because it is non-traditional, somewhat kinky, very different, very intense when you have it on the higher setting. But the Nexus I-STEM might be not comparable, but something unusual to use that would create a similar stimulation, but not as strong. So it's like an um, electrical stimulation. Right. If you've ever used a TINS machine, they right. use those in some physical therapy. It's similar to that. You actually put the um, the electrical um, patches around, but you don't use it directly on the clit. You would actually use it on your thighs, and it makes the entire area tingly. Wow. You would never put one of the, the actual pads that comes with it directly, even on your vulva. You would put it on your thighs, but it does stimulate and arouse. I've heard of a guy putting it on his penis not once. What did you say? I, I had a story of a guy who put it on his penis. He likes to put it on his penis. <laughs> well, you, they tell you not to. Right. But um, you put it in the general area, but not directly on the area. So you could put it on your inner thighs. You could put it above the mons, which would be fine. And that will create kind of an engorging and, and kind of a tingling sensation that's not direct. Um, but it's a little bit of a kinkier play and um, and kind of for some people seems a little more dangerous. But you should follow the instructions because you don't want anyone to get hurt or to be overstimulated in a bad way. Right. Um, yeah, and then, you know, oh, I come ahead. from the Tantra tradition, and a lot of times they say, oh, don't use vibrators because it will actually cause you to have less sensitivity. But then I've heard from other people that vibrators and, like, vibration on the clitoris can help you gain sensitivity. I find that you gain it because the more blood flow in, that increases to that area and the more engorged it becomes, the more sensitive it becomes. So I actually don't believe the uh, the theory about vibrators desensitizing the clit at all because I know that after before I've even had an orgasm, but after I've been using a vibrator on my clit, I am really sensitive, way more sensitive than I was before I started using the toys. So I would personally disagree with that, and from the consensus that I've read I would also disagree with with that theory. So we're talking with Victoria from EdenFantasies.com, and they're giving a 25% discount today. Type in the code AROUSE. I just like saying that word, AROUSE. So I have another fun thing to tell you about. Oh, um, good. This is especially good for public play for kink. Um, we have remote control vibrating panties, and <laughs> you can try them. Do you love you? Lacy, like those. black, pink, G-string, or even crotchless versions. <laughs> Um, but that is a really fun way to play with your partner or even to play with yourself. And it's like a naughty little secret to have under your clothing. Wow. So if I had the controller, I would be controlling what's going on in Jaya's pants. And it directly nestles. There's a bullet built into the panties that nestles against the clitoris. And you can take some of the panties that's built in. You can't take it out. Other panties, you can actually slide it out. It's like a little pouch so that you can just throw the panties in the wash. And then there's also separately you can buy just remote control bullets where she could actually use it in your pants, D-Love. Um, uh-huh. And those <laughs> remote control bullets are good for up to 30 feet away. Wow. wow. I like it. Thank you so much, Victoria, for being with us today on the show, EdenFantasies.com. Any of the things she's talking about, you can get actually anything on their store, 25% discount for typing in the word arouse at checkout. Um, don't we're talking forget about, about the female arousal gels and Oh, cream. yeah. Oh, I forgot about the arousal gels. Those are great. If you like a tingling or a warming or a cooling sensation or even just want to kind of get that area to increase, again, the blood flow, a lot of them are actually all natural ingredients. They're really interesting to use. I tried one. I won't name it because it could be different for you than it was for me that was a little too strong. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, you know, like hopping around on the bed. It's Some of them are really, really, really strong and in increasing that sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah, and I really highly recommend the natural ones because some of them can have some things in it that aren't so great for the body. So Right, like glycerin and things like that. Some people are very sensitive to sugars down there, so you have to be careful to read the, the ingredients, which we do feature for every product we sell. All the ingredients are listed in the properties. Great. Thank right. you so much, Victoria, for being on today. EdenFantasies.com. Go, in, go type in Arouse at checkout. Get a 25% discount. Thank you so much. Thank All right, you for we'll having be me, back Jaya. with our guest, Sherry Winston, on Sex with Jaya.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on the Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya Today's topic is all about the clitoris and female arousal, and I'm so excited to interview our guest. But before we get that, I have an announcement to make. We have a new website, which I'm so, so, just so excited about. That's D-Love doing a little celebration dance. So redhottouch.com, and you can now, I'm so excited, I've been waiting for this for like five years, download and watch my videos instantly. So if you go there, you can watch the Red Hot Touch series and then our new release, which just came out last week, on female self-pleasuring. You can go there and watch it right now. That's awesome. And I have a new blog where I'm going to share lots of information and more details about every guest that I have on the show. And there's also a free media section with uh, new lessons every month. So um, just very, very excited to be able to share lots of erotic education with you. And then I have two upcoming workshops, Orgasmic Mastery for Men. You can go to orgasmicmasterycourse.com. That's with Dustin Garrick, the erotic rock star, and Sacred Sex for Women. Uh, our site's redhottouch.com, missjaya.com, newworldsexeducation.com. All right, <laughs> on to our guest. <laughs> uh, Sherry Winston is our guest. Hello, Sherry. 
Hi, Jaya. Yay. So and you are a nationally known sex- sexuality teacher. You have such an awesome medical background, one being a midwife. You've seen, like, lots and lots of babies being born. You know, I just had a baby with a midwife, so I'm all into that whole thing and, and the, the connection between sex and birth. You talk a lot about it in your book. We'll get to that. Um, and you're also the executive director for the Center for Intimate Arts, which is www.intimateartscenter.com. And um, the author of my new favorite book, Women's Anatomy of Arousal, Secret Maps to Buried Pleasure. And I just have to say that I got your book. You sent me your book, and I just completely devoured it. And that's a hard thing for a new mom to do. I took it with me everywhere so I could be reading it. And um, it's the first book I'm going to have in my store that is not from someone on our faculty, and we only carry three books right now, so I, you know, it's the book that I wish I would have written. Well, thank you. That's just a lovely introduction, and I have to say congratulations <laughs> on the baby and the thank fact you. that you managed to read my book, and you're doing all this, and you're a new mom is uh, is very impressive. Mm. Very impressive. At that point, I think I was barely managing to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some days I just walk around topless. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm breastfeeding, you know. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. You know, and, and you're mentioning the connections between um, sexuality and reproduction, and it's one of the things I, I learned. I did spend 20 years in the world of birth before I became a sex teacher, and it's one of the big pieces that's missing from our cultural understanding is that we don't have separate systems. We've got one system that's for... I call it babies and uh, bliss and bonding. Mm. And it's one system. It's not separate. Nothing's separate. It's all integrated and multipurpose. And uh, it's one of the challenges we have in the world of birth and why we do such a bad job of helping women have babies in our culture because we don't understand that. And it's why so many people in our culture are not having the kind of sex that they could be having. Right. Um, At least partly because people don't understand that. I couldn't agree with you more. And knowing that all the, the hormones and, you know, oxytocin and all that stuff, the same stuff that's involved in giving birth mm-hmm. is also involved in our sexual response and arousal. So, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, basically arousal and labor are almost the exact same state and orgasm and birth are almost the exact same state. <clears throat> and, um, and breastfeeding is another example of how it's all a wonderful integrated system. But, again... We need to get these understandings out there because it's really going to change the way people do a lot of things, including how they birth, right. not just how they have orgasms. Right. And why not have orgasms while you're giving birth? Or how they at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you went from being a midwife and doing all this, and how did you get involved in your own sexual exploration? Because you talk about that being the basis for your book and then become inspired to write this book. Well, my own sexual exploration started a long time before I was a midwife. Um, but I've always just been incredibly curious and, in fact, got my hands on the original edition of Our Bodies Ourselves when I was about 11 or 12 and devoured that book. Um, and it's always been something I've been really interested in just because I really like that and uh, because it's just a fascinating topic. And originally I was actually going to be an artist uh, and... Um, among other things, studied anatomical illustration. And you did uh, a lot of the anatomy illustrations in your book, and they're fantastic. I have thank to. you. Thank you. I did. I did the anatomy illustrations. It was a wonderful coming together of one of my first loves with everything I've done since. Anyway, then I became a massage therapist. I went to, I got to go to a home birth. I said, oh, you know, I'm going to be a midwife. And I, I lived and breathed the world of birth for 20 years. And... I was having better and better sex during that time, but I didn't really realize that um, I was a childbirth educator and a doula, then an apprentice midwife, and I decided to get legal, which meant becoming going to nursing school and becoming a certified nurse midwife gynecology practitioner. But I was also from the world of home birth and holistic healing, and I studied herbs and energy healing and all different kinds of body work and natural and alternative healing. So I had this background that, without even knowing it, was helping me to have better sex. Because all of the things I was teaching women about how to use your breath 
to go into an altered state of consciousness, which is what arousal is, and how to use your pelvic floor muscles, and how to use visualization and intention, and how to use sound. I was teaching all this stuff, but I didn't even realize, probably for, I'm going to say at least a dozen years, that I was incorporating those things into my own sex play and having better sex and easier arousal and more and more orgasms. And it literally did not occur to me um, for quite a while that I was actually training myself and teaching myself these skills. Mm. Or I didn't even at, the, at first know they were skills, that they were learnable. Right. So I thought just sex just got better, you know, as you went along. If you had a loving partner and you kept playing, that it just got better and better. But as I did more and more work as a nurse midwife and practitioner, it became clear to me that there were a lot of people out there not having fantastic sex. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there not having fantastic sex. And, and walking around feeling really broken. Right. And hopeless. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. They got, they got stuck with this. They got shortchanged when, um, when the sexual aptitude was being given out and that there was nothing really much to do about it. One of the uh, things that I love about your book is you, you actually put back in the pleasurable parts of a woman's anatomy. Why do you think they were left out and that we're so in the dark when it comes to a woman's anatomy? Well, you know, it's a, there's a wonderful history uh, to look at. I'm going to try and make it, summarize it really quickly. But um, women's sexuality got suppressed, and it got suppressed for a lot of reasons. Um, the witch burnings for, you know, a couple of uh, hundred years throughout Europe were, were a nice way to make women suppress their sexuality because, you know, you could die. Um, uh, midwives and healers and herbalists and witches were predominantly the people who were killed as well. And so by the Victorian era, uh, we'd really gone through this shift where women were seen as non-sexual, no libido, didn't have orgasms, had sex because it was their duty. And what happened was the anatomy illustrations mirrored that understanding. And the parts responsible for arousal and orgasm disappeared from the anatomy text. So I, I, I love that in your book you've got some of these original pictures from like the 1800s and the 1900s of the anatomy. And it had the arousable parts in it. And then like okay. we, don't, we still don't have them today in our medical books. I know. Well, about 100 years ago, we got back the head of the clitoris. Right. Wow. There, there, in, there are <laughs> books from, those, from that time. I mean, I found the books that had those parts because I really wanted to show that people did know that these parts were there. But there were books that didn't even have the head of the clitoris, that had absolutely none of the arousal structures. Wow. Yeah. And so here's the, here's the sort of key piece, which is that women have a network of structures responsible for arousal and orgasm. What we think of as the clitoris is just the head of the clitoris. There's actually three parts of the clitoris. And there are a number of additional structures. And then it makes up what I call the erectile network. And I call it that because it's made out of the same stuff a penis is made out of, right. erectile tissue. I and love, women you know, have the, woman, the female body has just as much erectile tissue as the male body, and we are so misconceived about this. Exactly. Pound for pound, inch for inch, women have just as much stuff as men. We just don't know where it is. Right. And we don't know all the parts and how they connect. And so it's like we're trying to play the piano, but we only know there's about a, about a the quarter of the keys are there. Right. It's like playing on one of those little keyboards instead of a full piano. Exactly. <laughs> we, need to know, we need to know where all the keys are and the foot pedals. Right. So, Sherry, what's your website? What, what website do you want people to go to? Oh, they can go to IntimateArtsCenter.com. IntimateArtsCenter.com and SherryWinston.com as well, right? That'll do it, too, and Sherry's S-H-E-R-I. Great. Um, so Intimate and Art Center and SherryWinson.com. What were you saying? Well, you, on the website, you can see a teaser for the book. You can actually see the whole first chapter, the table of contents, um, and there's a free downloadable Orgasmic Abundance ebook. so I've got lots of goodies on my website. And by the way, we just launched a new website, too. Yay, congratulations. I know, it's so exciting. It's so great when you finally get that stuff done, isn't it? It feels amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. So, when we come um, and back, I really, going... people really need to know this. Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, I'm going to have you tell us all about the clitoris since today's show is focusing on the clitoris and all those juicy parts of the clitoris, believe it or not, that we've left out. Like clitoris has legs when we come back. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back. We're getting nice and juicy and aroused by Sex with Jaya. And uh, we were just—I was just talking with D Love, and he was mentioning that we, you know, we should have like five hours for these shows. Don't you think, D Love? Yeah, we got you know too much to talk about, too much great information, and it's just all crunched into one little one-hour episode. I know. So we're talking with Sherry Winston, uh, SherryWinston.com. That's Sherry with an I or S H E R I. S H E R I, and uh, or you can go to IntimateArtsCenter.com. She's got lots of stuff on there, and you can actually read read chapters from her book and get free downloads. So definitely check out her site, check out her book because it is quickly become like my favorite book on female arousal. So definitely check it out. And um, we are going to now dive into the clitoris, head, shaft, legs, vestibular bulbs, and all. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> So, uh, so Sherry, tell us a little bit about what you discovered about the clitoris and what are the best ways really to arouse these parts. Well, the first thing is, as I said before, women have a network of structures. So what we think of as the clitoris is what I call the tip of the volcano. It's an amazing and wonderful part. It's got six to 8,000 nerve endings. It is by far the most sensitive structure in the male or female body. It is a wonderful, delicious, delicate, yummy part to play with. But I feel like there's lots of people out there who talk about the head of the clitoris and give suggestions and advice. So I'm going to focus on the other stuff because I think the figuring out the head of the clitoris stuff is out there. So the clitoris has actually got another part called the shaft, and the shaft of the clitoris is above the head and it's underneath the hood. And it's about the thickness of a chopstick or a pencil somewhere in there. And it's in a little fibrous shaft, a little fibrous canal, and it actually the shaft can roll back and forth and move a little. And just like the head of the clitoris, the shaft is also made out of erectile tissue. And then if you can get a clit boner. Hmm? You can get a clit boner. Well, basically, women can get what I call a hard around 
because this whole network of structures forms a cuff um, around the genitalia, and so instead of a hard-on, we get a hard-around, what I call it. 360 degrees of hard-on. Exactly. (laughs) Um, When we get the whole thing activated. But, you know, women, we can get aroused and orgasmic, which is part of our network activated, Mm. which is is why we can um, have perfectly lovely orgasms with just clitoral stimulation, but when we get the whole network activated, we have much bigger, better, uh, more intense arousal and orgasmic experiences. So at the base of the shaft, the clitoris then splits into two uh, like a wishbone. And that forms the legs of the clitoris, which anchor the clitoris to the pubic arch, to the bone. And then um, there are more structures. That's not the only structure that's made out of erectile tissue. Again, the same stuff penises are made out of that give it its wonderful ability to go from small and soft to big and hard. So women also have what are called vestibular bulbs, and they are two big wads of erectile tissue that form big fat parentheses around the vaginal opening. And the tops of the bulbs connect to the shaft of the clitoris. The bottom of the bulbs are around either side of the vaginal opening and are there to re- are really designed to help puff that area up and make it pleasurable to have something moving in and out of the vagina. So the more around you are, the bigger your vestibular bulbs get and the tighter your vagina gets. Yes, it's wonderful because it's also, uh, they're also stretchy. Again, just like penises. Um, so they're both, it forms a cuff that's snug and also stretchy. Did you have something, D-Love? I just, I'm going to start getting vagina envy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can pee standing up. Yeah, it's true. You you all can't handle that one. Yeah. I mean, Without making got our, you know, everyone's got their stuff. But, you know, men have got a whole lot of stuff that they haven't necessarily explored either. That's another show we can talk about, the male equipment and what's underutilized in that equipment. But to go back to the female, so we've got the three parts of the clitoris. We've got the vestibular bulb. We've also got erectile tissue that is in the floor of the vagina, in the wall between the vaginal and anal canals. And we've got erectile tissue in the roof, what people have now come to call the G-spot, which I don't call it that. I call it the urethral sponge. And I don't call it the G-spot because it's not a spot. It's actually a tube of erectile tissue that surrounds the tube of the urethra. And what this means is that women have these circuits of erectile tissue, these connected circuits. And when they're all activated, it makes everything much, much more pleasurable. So that's sort of the quick summary. And then I just want to add, beyond our erectile network, that the uterus, um, the bladder, Bladder, and the anal canal and the anus are also part of our our genital pleasure system. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I love all this. I'm, I'm getting, like, I'm such a geek when it comes to anatomy. I'm really, really, I really get into it. And, you know, I Another love how you describe. Geek. I love anatomy geeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should all get together and have a conference, the sexual anatomy conference. I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it, for sure. Um, so I also love how you describe, we talked about female ejaculation on the show before, and it's a very hot topic. And I know the clitoris does have some involvement in it because a lot of women need the clitoral stimulation along with what's considered G-spot or urethral sponge stimulation of that area as well. But I love how you describe how it happens with the whole, like, capillary systems and the open cells and all of that. I was just completely fascinated by it. Can well, you talk to us a little the, bit about how that whole mechanism works in that urethral sponge? Well, you know, it's, again, it's one of those things, you know, when I first started studying Tantra and heard about Amrita, you know, and the flowing of the sacred nectar, and they would always say, where it comes from is a mystery. And I thought, hey, I've got all this background here. I should be able to figure this out. It's not a mystery. It doesn't come from, you know, from another dimension. It comes from our bodies. And, and that's what I've done. Um, through, and one of the things I've done in this book is really put together these, these pieces of knowledge and these puzzle pieces and put it all together and go, oh, it's a whole. It's a system. I get it. So I can't go into all the detail. I go into the book uh, about where the ejaculatory fluid comes from. But um, the shortest version I can give is that there are glandular structures 
in that spongy erectile tissue that forms the tube around the urethra, and that produces the fluid which flows into the urethra, and then it comes out through the pee hole. Um, but it is not pee, and in fact, the origin of the fluid is our blood, is the fluid part of our blood. And in fact, you'll appreciate this, it's just like breast milk. It's just like breastfeeding. It's almost the exact same way that our breasts make milk when we're breastfeeding. You know, when I read that in the book, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I can understand breastfeeding, so I totally get this, that how things fill and empty and that we can create unlimited amounts of ejaculate. I thought that That's was awesome. Exactly. The female body is people... amazing. Hmm? <laughs> I... And, uh, you know, I also want to share, You, you talk, we talked about a lot of the arousable parts of, of a, the female body, but I also want to share a little bit about um, techniques. So, you know, we've talked about the head, the shaft, the legs, and how we arouse those parts. I know I got really into massaging the shaft of my clitoris um, because I like techniques that are more like you would massage maybe a male-bodied person. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have a technique called jilling off mm-hmm. where I like to just rub really vigorously on the shaft of my clitoris. But since reading your book, I'm like, hmm, I want to explore the vestibular bulbs more. Mm-hmm. So I've been, you know, like sort of through my outer labia trying to get in deeper, you know, like finding my own clitoral legs, because you talk a lot in your book, and I love how you set it up, of like, you know, here's a technique for you to try, here's a technique for the guy to try, you know, just all these different kind of ways that you can explore these parts of the body. So when we come back from our break, I want I want us to, you know, I really, really want to pick your brain about different ways that we can find these anatomical structures on our body as women who are maybe self-pleasuring or how guys can find them, our partner can find them for us to help, you know, I think this is kind of a big topic maybe when we come back. Okay. (laughs) But as quick as we can, we have a few minutes now, so I'll have you go go ahead and go into it now before we break. Great. I will say that um, I do really encourage people to do their homework or really home play because you need to discover these things for yourself. And we live in a culture where we have a lot of experts telling us what's right, what's wrong, what's real, what's not, and it, uh, it's, it's not good. It doesn't help us really discover our own potential. So I do a lot of telling people, don't believe me. Be skeptical. Question authority, including mine, and go home and do your homework, or play in this case, And find these things if you're a woman on your own body and if you're a man who uh, enjoys women, um, find them on your partner's body. I do always recommend women that you should actually find them yourselves first. Uh, And then the next time you take your partner on the tour to show your partner. Um, And everything we talk about in the book, everything is findable. You can feel it. You can see it. And when you do, you're really going to know what's there. And until then... You're going to believe all this stuff that you see in the charts, in the wallet, the gynecologist's office that are not right, that aren't true or not accurate. Right. In in sexological body work, we call it felt experience, you know, Mm -hmm. having your own felt experience of your body and listen to that more than any expert or any of us, what we're jabbing about. Exactly. Yeah. Now, that said, I think it's great to actually get a light and a magnifying mirror and check out all these parts. Play with yourself, Get uh, check everything out where you're not turned on at all, then play with yourself, get medium aroused and check it out again, and then play more and get high-level arousal and check it out again. It's really fun. I mean, it's really amazing. It makes you go, oh, my gosh, I have that. Look what it does and look how it changes. <laughs> so um, I, I really encourage lots of hands-on uh, exploration and practice. Uh, and we get good at things by practicing. That's the other piece. So the more you practice getting aroused and turned on, the easier it is to do. Um, So let me just say that um, that move you're talking about where you're rubbing the shaft of your clitoris through the hood, that is actually one of the favorite masturbation moves of many, many women. Um, And for women who haven't yet played with rolling the shaft or rubbing the shaft, it's a great place to play because it's not as sensitive as the head of the clitoris. And the head of the clitoris can be so sensitive sometimes that we don't even want it touched right. um, or touched so, so, so lightly, and it can be easy to overstimulate. So this is really good for guys to know because um, 
it's very, the head of the clitoris can be so confusing, you know. Actually, our sensitivity to pain and pleasure changes at different points in our arousal journey. So what can feel pleasurable at one moment can be painful at another, right. vice versa. Great. But the shaft of the clitoris is great because it's usually happy to get stimulated. And the same with the bulbs. Mm. I like stimulating my bulbs. How about you, D-Love? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you want. All right, we'll, we'll talk more about the clitoris and, and signs of arousal when we come back with more Sherry Winston, sherrywinston.com. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. Wake up with a unique daily show. Listen for Mitchell John in the morning. Mitchell will bring you news, sports, and stock news from yesterday. You'll hear interviews from high-profile figures from the world of sports, entertainment, politics, and authors. Mitchell will talk to people throughout America. This is a show that throws right down the center. It's fun, information, and yes, even a little bit of music. Catch Mitchell John in the morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Voice America, and Thursdays on the Voice America Business Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking with Sherry Winston, author of Women's Anatomy of Arousal, sherrywinston.com. And um, I also want to mention that we have a new website, redhottouch.com, and where you can see some of the techniques we've actually been talking about because, lucky for me, I discovered that the clitoris has a shaft and uh, legs and all these fun things and decided to create some techniques to massage them and arouse them. So, uh, genital massage. And put them on video. What'd you say? And put them on video to educate them. Yeah. So you can go to the site to learn more. Um, Red Hot Touch Genital Massage for Women is our, uh, DVD that has some of the techniques as well as the female self-pleasuring, the new video. So if you're a woman out there wanting to self-pleasure in some of these ways, we've got some of the stuff. That's why I'm so excited to find Sherry Winston because it's actually somebody who's writing about this stuff. It's awesome. So, uh, Sherry. One of the I just questions want to say that I get, mutual. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm, I'm just want to say it's mutual, and I'm delighted that you've got these videos out there, um, so that people can see some of these techniques in action. So yeah, we put, put yeah. your anatomy drawings together with my videos, and we, we've got a winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So people need to get the book too. Um, so I, I want to for guys. How can they tell if a woman's really aroused? Because you really stress in your book getting to that place where you're fully aroused, and there's all these different structures to arouse them. So how can a woman really tell if, uh, how can a man tell if a woman's really aroused? Well, first of all, I'll just mention that one of the things I did in my book is I have a short chapter just for guys, and I have hot tips for guys throughout the book, um, because uh, it, it's complicated and confusing because our equipment is so different. And generally speaking, arousal energy tends to move differently um, for men than it does for women. And so I think it's really important for guys to get this information. Um, Vaginal lubrication is a sign of very early arousal, and it's often confused in our culture um, with late arousal. So men might think if a woman is wet, that means she's high-level aroused, ready for penetration, and it's uh, rarely the case. So it's much more useful to look at things uh, and pay attention to things like the breathing patterns, the sounds she's making, her body movements. Um, and I'm also a big fan of actually just asking and checking in because your mileage may vary, and it can be different for different women or the same woman at different times. And so I love to encourage men to ask. Uh, and for people to have little shortcut codes of arousal levels so that that can help people learn how that particular woman's arousal is expressed. Right, because every Um, single woman's different. Every woman's different, (laughs) and we're all different at different times. Right. You're breastfeeding right now and you have a new baby. You're different than you were before you had that baby. Definitely. And, and, you know, I don't lubricate anymore, so... Exactly. You know, I'm aroused, I'm not lubricating because I'm breastfeeding, so... It, and lubrication very, doesn't really isn't really a, a sign for me right now. And for postmenopausal women as well, so lubrication is not a good cue. Um, how puffy the erectile stru- structures are is a useful and helpful clue. Um, but the bottom line is that men need to really tune in to where women are in that arousal journey, and that takes communication. So you need to know where when your partner is breathing like this and making those kinds of sounds, she's at low-level arousal. And that means you want to be more diffuse, more generalized, more full body, um, and that really genital penetration should not happen until women are at high, high-level arousal. It goes from the outside to the inside, the arousal. So you want to start on the outside, start with the rest of the body, and get to the genitals last. Get, let the arousal energy get there before you get there physically. That's always my And advice. what are high arousal signs? Well, generally speaking, when most people are at high-level arousal, they're breathing deeply. Um, in our culture, we have a lot of sound inhibition, so people might not be making sound. But if you want to deepen your, and expand your arousal, you will. So there are certain kinds of sounds that people tend to make at higher-level arousal. Um, and body movements, those those writhing kind of undulating body movements tend to happen, muscle tension builds up, um, and those kinds of things are, are good cues. But again, you really have to know who you're with and read them and check in and find out if that's the case for them. So what help? kind of advice, I have a lot of women who come to me who can't have orgasms. Uh, what kind of advice do you have for those women? Well, you know, when I used to be a care provider and I'd have women tell me they couldn't have orgasms, the first thing I always ask them is if they self-pleasure. Um, by the way, you know, the word masturbation, the Latin for that means to pollute with your hand. Right. Oh, wow. That's why yeah. I called it female self-pleasuring instead of female masturbation because that, Thank you. that Thank connotation. You. Yeah. yeah, it's not a good word. Anyway, so... Um, so solo sex is our learning laboratory and the foundation. So the first thing women need to do if they want to learn how to have orgasms is learn how to pleasure themselves and really go in your laboratory with yourself and do experiments. That's what we do. We run experiments. You see, if you do this kind of, if you hold your genitals this way, if you rub your body that way and you breathe and you make some sound and you pump your pelvic floor muscles, what happens. 
Now what happens if you breathe faster? Now what happens if you make a little more sound? Now what happens if you try this kind of vibrator? Now what happens if you explore this sexual fantasy? And so our job in teaching ourselves how to discover our path to orgasm is to go in, play, and find what works for us. So once a woman learns her path to orgasm by herself, which is kind of like learning to play the piano by yourself, then it's a lot easier to play a duet with somebody else. Right. It's another set of skills. It's the next set of skills to learn how to play your own instrument while there's somebody else present, Mm. how to play each other's instrument, how to play (laughs) duets. How to have a whole orchestra going on. Exactly right. And so these are all skill sets, and they build on each other. And for many of us, we try to learn while playing with somebody else. Right. Because we think sex is what we do with other people. Right. So for women who have not yet discovered their path to orgasm, your job is to love yourself enough and value yourself enough and take the time to pleasure yourself. Play with yourself. Yay! Play with yourself. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, Sherry, for being on the show. It went way too fast. I could <laughs> pick your brain forever. Um, well, Sherry Winston, author of Women's Anatomy of Arousal. Go to Sherry Winston, S-H-E-R-I, Winston.com or IntimateArtsCenter.com. To and if get... I may add, um, I'm actually doing a, an Internet talk radio show on Voice oh, America yeah. as well on the... Seventh Wave Channel on Tuesdays at 6 Eastern Time. Um, and you're going to be on my show um, yeah. at some point, I think in January. So I just want to let folks know that we're going to talk more at a minimum when I get you on my show and we talk about genital massage. Definitely. And I'll announce it all on my site, redhottouch.com. You can go to redhottouch.com, missjaya.com, newworldsexeducation.com. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. I've had a great time. <laughs> I always enjoy sex with Jaya. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.